Welcome back to Say Anything. I'm Ash and I'm your Enneagram 2. I'm Britt and I'm your Enneagram 8. Here we are. Here we <laughs> are. The end. Okay, bye. Have a good night. <laughs> Still doing the same shit we've done for the past four weeks. So when's the last time you showered? I don't want to answer that publicly. <laughs> showered? Like washed my body or washed my hair? When's the last time you washed your hair? I feel like that's when I what that's what I constitute as a true shower. Like when people when I say like I haven't showered in X amount of days, I mean like my hair. But but like a shower is like washing your bod. So like okay. Okay, sure. Fine. I'm not going to answer that, but what I mean is when I say to people, when's the last time you showered or the last time I showered, I'm talking about like the full shower. Okay. So when's the last time you showered? Fr- actually, Friday. I'm only in, I'm pretty good right now. I showered like Friday, um, like late morning and it's just Sunday night now. So, so I know that people can't see me right now but you can <laughs> yeah so when do you think i last washed my hair <laughs> before friday <laughs> <laughs> ding 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 anyways moving on what's new <laughs> i'm gonna guess wait i'm gonna guess wednesday yeah there we go. so I'm pushing it out i'm trying to get my hair to grow the wednesday Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. That doesn't mean that I haven't washed my body. Are you washing your hair tomorrow? Or yes, no? I'm washing my hair tomorrow. So if you don't wash your hair, it grows? Yeah, the less you wash it, it grows more. Huh. Maybe, that's why, maybe that's why my hair grows fast. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Your hair's always grown fast. Mmm. Mm, this is yeah. just tintillating. <laughs> what are these words you're using tonight? Like you uh, sent me a text earlier and using the word disproportionate. I was like, do you not know that word disproportionate? I do know that word, but it just seemed odd in the sentence that it was in. Like too big of words for quarantine. Do you know? Okay. I think it was correctly used in my sentence. <laughs> It, I'm not going to repeat the sentence. <laughs> it was correctly used. I mean, I get it now, but in the moment, I was confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, you know what? Um, Trolls World Tour came out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, in your home instead of in the theaters and so we bought it like rented it um and we've you know it's a 48 hour rental and we watched it three times in that oh really that time yeah it's our rental expires tomorrow morning so 
Yeah, we watched it once yesterday and then twice today. <laughs> what are you going to do tomorrow if Harrison asks to watch it again? Ugh. I'm going to say it's all gone, but you can watch the first one because that's, that's free right now. Yeah. It'll be back. Well, I am. I do. I was just thinking, and I told someone yesterday, like, I just really like the idea that what's supposed to be in the movie theater is now at home. Because mm-hmm. I get to see, like, all these movies then. Yeah. That, like, I don't normally get to go do and go see. Even, but like when I was in college and even like in my 20s outside of college, I used to just go to the movie theater by myself and just sit like during the day and just go and, and my pick gosh, up and go and sit and watch a movie. So, like, I love the movie theater. I miss the movie theater. And I actually just did it for the first time. Um, what it was here, it was in Philadelphia here, and it would have been. I guess it would have been towards the end of this past summer when Downton Abbey, the movie, came out. Mm-hmm. I went, I took Harrison to school and, or to like a summer camp, and I went and purchased a ticket and like just had like a 1 p.m. movie by myself, <laughs> which I loved so much. That's like literally a two's nightmare. Like going to a movie theater by themselves, there's no way. Oh my gosh, I like live for it. And I like love it because I I cried at that movie and I love that I was like alone to do that. <laughs> of course. Um that's why like that always makes me feel like you do have a seven wing. Why? Because like of that independence and like willing to be by yourself and experience the things even if you're by yourself you don't care. That's true. Like, I'm fine to be at a restaurant by myself. I'm fine to go and do activities by myself. And, like, I like to be alone. Yeah. But I always thought that was kind of, like, me channeling, like, my five. Well, it could be if you're feeling stressed that you need to go sit by yourself. (laughs) Maybe it's both. (laughs) I don't know. I just really – that was something I was always into was, like, and that's kind of why I always used to think um, growing up, like when I reflect back, like that I had a, f- like that maybe I miss- was mistyping as a four because I like that alone time with like that, with the idea of like the nostalgia, the reflecting, the kind of like. Yeah, um, but you're definitely not in your feelings. Like, I'm, it's, it's like an internal thing though. Cause I am a, like, sometimes when I'm by myself, I do feel like angsty a little bit. I mean, we were all angsty at one point. I guess. I know. I'm not a four. I'm just saying that, like, that's definitely something that, like, resonates with me. I remember when, specifically, I can think of when I was angsty in my middle school years, and I'd, like, write something on Zanga, and you would come on and be like, that's not what happened. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but, like, so mean to me. Oh, yeah, but, like, me angsty in my middle school years would be writing poetry and letters in this leather-bound. Oh, yeah. And then passing it back and forth with the guy I was dating. I remember that. And then also um, sneaking out in the middle of the night and going and sitting on a hilltop of Gessett's Woods that would, like, look out 
over the county and like just like stare at the stars <laughs> at like 2 a.m by myself like by yourself yeah sometimes i go by myself oh so which house were you sneaking out of it'd be it'd be miller's run dad's i didn't want to give the address hey dad <laughs> It would be Miller's Run because that's what's close to Guess's Woods. Actually, you know what? They were both close. I believe you snuck out. You know what? Amy Lane is actually technically closer. But How did I not know this? We did all the time. You can go right out through the basement door. Oh, yeah. Well, there you go. I never did it because I was always too scared and timid. But I'm just saying, like, reflecting back on, like, those times and, like, this is also why you probably shouldn't type yourself until you're more of an adult if if I'm not. But like reflecting back on those times and all like the poetry writing, like the angsty, like all these like really emotional boyfriends that I had and like all the things I used to do, the the kind of collage making I used to do, the kind of like going out to the middle of nowhere and reflecting that I used to do by myself, like those to me that screams for the mute the type of music i was listening to yeah that's true the type of guys you were into and like that's really when i started getting into like going and seeing movies by myself and like how about reading perks of being a wallflower oh, oh yeah God. you loved that i still love it i maybe i should go reread it now's the time if there's if oh. there's a time to re to read it's it's this time guys it just, Perks of Being a Wallflower is probably the number one greatest book for my adolescence. You're and really then, into your feelings right now. It's making I me know. uncomfortable. And, and then it became a movie, and the movie is very good as well, guys. Is it? I never saw it. Yes, I cried. Wow. By yourself? Um... There's a good chance. I don't know who I watched. Have wa- I've watched it a couple times. I don't remember. I think I've watched it once with my husband. Hmm. Wow. Okay. How'd we get on this rabbit trail? Um, well, you started talking about your Xanga. No, you started talking about watching a movie, Trolls. That's where we came from. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I also watched Little Women, which I, that just came out, but I I purchased it so I could watch it, and I cried that movie too. I'm just I just am in. I think it's just this time, this pandemic. It's hard. It's hard for a lot of people. I'm struggling. I know a lot of people who are struggling, and yeah, it's just hard. I highly recommend Trolls, though. If you're struggling, watch Trolls. Honestly, the music is so good, and it there are so many funny parts in that movie, and and it does feel like you're on an acid trip watching. <laughs> I recommend it. I heard that some people were writing that on Facebook, which is funny. It's just, um, especially this one part when this there's a troll named Chaz, who <laughs> he does smooth jazz. <laughs> Wait, you laughing at this right now is making me laugh. So Chaz is playing smooth jazz and he's like, he's like putting them into like a trip kind of like 
um, serenading them into like a coma state pretty much. But like that part, that whole scene of him serenading them is like very, very trippy. Like a tiger comes in and like... What the heck? Yeah, it's very strange. It's funny. It's funny. Mm -hmm. Okay, what else have you been watching besides trolls? Um... Well, we're going to talk about a bunch of things that we've been watching. I actually don't think, um, I don't think I've watched anything, like I've watched like my usual, like I don't think I have watched anything beyond that other than those movies and I watched a bunch of HGTV today. Oh, that's nice. That's taken me back to when we would just binge watch that all the time in your house. Yeah, we watch that. Like, I feel like that's always like a Sunday thing in our house. Is like, Matt got up today, and and after like we did the whole Easter thing, um, he was like, "Oh, I have to pull these two bushes." So he went out and pulled two bushes out of our yard. Jeez. And I, and while he was doing that, I was thinking, "Oh, I'll just watch some HGTV." It's like we're <laughs> both doing home things. <laughs> so I ended up watching a lot of HGTV today. It's funny. Yeah. Um, we've been watching Ozark, which I know I told you about, but we've really been liking it. We're, um, you know, there are three seasons and we are, um, through season one, season two, and like just a couple episodes into season three, but that's been a nice time killer since there are three seasons and it's been, I wasn't sure if I was going to like it, but I actually really do. Hmm. I I tried because I like the actors in that show, but I did not prepare myself for what the show was about. And then once I like got into it, I was like, I don't think I like this show. Did you like um, Breaking Bad? Not really. Yeah. See, you you would have to like Breaking Bad to like Ozark, I think. Yeah. Yes. Um. What did you do for Easter today? Uh, we went on a hike, so that was nice. You went on a hike? Yeah. Where'd you go? To one of the like state parks here. They have trails, and um, of course, we picked a trail called Hilltop Trail, which was exactly what it sounds like. So I don't know why we decided that that would be the one to choose. Did it have good views? Yes, but it was, like, so much uphill. <laughs> How so, long? Like a, like a mile? A mile and a half. So it wasn't too bad, but it was mostly uphill. <laughs> mm. So good times. Took Rigby? Yeah, took Rigby. He loved it. He's been sleeping ever since. Oh, if it was all uphill. <laughs> yeah. He was, like, panting by half a mile. By the half mile mark. <laughs> oh my god, Ellie would never make it. I know. Yeah, so that was fun. Because um, it was nicer today, you know. It's been so gross. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wear shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah, so what'd you do? And then Derek made dinner, so that was like an Easter dinner, so that was cool. We, we you know, we did the whole Easter bunny thing, so Harrison woke up and he's very confused about the Easter Bunny so we pretty much have to associate it with 
Santa Claus. <laughs> and so like he thinks the Easter money comes down the chimney. <laughs> and he and so like the Easter basket is at the foot of the of the fireplace. And because I, I don't know how else to explain it because what am I supposed to say? Like yeah, he he breaks into your front door. Yeah, he comes through our front door while we're all sleeping. Like, I just feel uncomfortable saying that to him. I don't want to scare him. So, um, but yeah, no, he had the sweetest reaction. He came down. He was like, "Did he come?" And then I was like, "We'll have to find out." And so he walked down the stairs. And when he got to like the landing, he could see out. And he was like, "He did come." <laughs> so it was just like so sweet. And then, yeah, he proceeded to tear into the basket. So it was very, it was very sweet, very, he loved everything, but like in true form, that was like 7.30 a.m. And by like 7.36 a.m., it was all done. Yeah. Super quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But we were outside. He played, he got chalk in his basket. And so he, all of our sidewalks are chalked up with Harrison numbers and letters. And, um, that's about it. We didn't do like an Easter dinner. We had, um, um, Buffalo chicken pasta. (laughs) So (laughs) that actually sounds good. I don't know if Eric would eat that though. Yeah, we do like the chicken in the crock pot with like the, like at the ranch and like the hot sauce, the red hot. My mouth is literally watering right now. And then you like pour pasta over it and mix it together. It's in cheese, cream cheese. Of course. Very good. Wow. Very good. Good to know. Yep. So should we get into our shows? Yeah, let's talk about like what your like rankings were this week. I literally can't stand the Kardashians. <laughs> and Courtney wasn't even on there. I like Courtney. Maybe that's why I can't stand them. Uh, okay, so you think that's like your lowest? Yeah. Okay, what's next? Um, it's interesting that you're starting with your lowest and not with your top. I feel like I'm more invested in Vanderpump just because like, I've been watching it longer, maybe. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I mean, so obviously, t- we watched the Tiger King, like, extra episode today, which was weird and not my favorite either. So, I would say maybe Vanderpump is first. And then um, Real Housewives, maybe. Yeah, actually, I think Real Housewives was my top this week, and Vanderpump comes second, and then Kardashians comes third. Um, but we can do your ranking if you want, and if you want to just start by this with this Tiger King extra, we can because I think there's not much to say about it to be honest, in my opinion. But if you guys didn't know, they did like a little extra episode here. Um, on Netflix. So if you have not watched that yet, that just came out today. Um, and Joel McHale is hosting that and he is essentially doing like these interviews with people, with the people in, I guess that's like, I didn't think that's what it was going to be. And that's probably why I was disappointed by it. What did you think it was going to be? Like additional information maybe. And I guess they did provide additional information, but 
Like oh. there was really nothing like Carol Baskins was not a part of it. No, neither was Doc, and I wanted Doc Annell to be on there. I know. Um, I bet you they declined. That's oh, yeah, it. sure. Um, I mean, I took away a couple tidbits from that. First off, what's his name's teeth look better than mine? I know. <laughs> and um, I, I, forget, I forget all their names. That's the problem. I said that out loud, and Harrison was like, every person is different. You are different and no one is like you. <laughs> I was like, okay. Oh, <laughs> I know. He like just had watched a, a show called Storybots this morning and they were talking about like how everyone's different, but in, but being different and unique is, is good. And so I feel like he like <laughs> internalized that and gave me the speech. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, and I think that, what else? I think that I learned, you know, learning that Joe is actually scared of. Yeah, that was interesting. Mm -hmm. That was like the biggest, like, learning moment for me. Mm -hmm. What else did you learn? Um, everybody pretty much thinks that he deserves to be in prison mm -hmm. and felt like very strongly about it and really you know said that their loyalty was never with joe it was always with the tigers mm -hmm. bottom lions yeah um and that so many people think that carol baskins is guilty I think that's interesting, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, they all truly think that she killed her husband. Yeah. Um, what else? Oh, how about the guy who witnessed... Uh, I can't even talk about it. The guy shooting himself? Yeah. Himself? That was, like... But him, like, going back through and recalling that and, like, talking about the surprise look on his face. Oh, I was, like okay, this is more information that I, that is new that I didn't need that I to didn't get. Need. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And, but also the fact that he was like, when I get some more money, I need to get on medication and get counseling. I, I was like, what? Someone give him money. I was like, come on, Netflix. Like, yeah, what? come on. <sighs> yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it wasn't – there were only a couple pieces of info, I think, that, like, we didn't know. It was nice to see some of those faces again and see, like, kind of how they've changed, mainly with their teeth. <laughs> yeah. They all look pretty good. Yeah, they do. For sure. Oh, my gosh. The one guy was calling it the COVID. I love that. Oh, my gosh. He was like, you know, with the COVID – and they were every time they talked about like you know what has your life been like since this documentary coming out they'd be like well you know when i go to walmart because <laughs> the only place their, that people you've got their cell phones up they don't care about the, the covid, COVID. <laughs> you're shaking my hand <laughs> yeah so funny yeah so that was pretty much it. I, I mean, you guys should definitely watch it. If you've watched Tiger King, it's a good, like, um, little bonus, I guess. But it wasn't 
it's not long. It's like 35, 40 minutes. Yeah. So when we first talked about Tiger King on here, we said that Joe was probably a three Mm -hmm. and somebody uh, messaged us on our Instagram and said like, don't you think Joe might be um, an eight? No. Like an unhealthy eight? No, I don't. And why do you say that? Because I feel like if it's true that he's not really looking after these animals and, and like what if it's true what everyone's saying that like he didn't have their best intentions mm-hmm. in heart at heart and it was like more about him and his fame then that is not an eights personality that's a threes personality yeah i also think like now that we've learned more information about how he's actually scared of the tigers like that definitely goes a lot not saying that like threes are scared of tigers or anything but saying that he has to put on an act and has to put on this like tough guy persona that he's like the tiger king and he's fearless and all of these things and um eights wouldn't care about that plus they said that he's trying to get a computer in prison right now so he can answer all of his fans yeah. <laughs> And, like, that seems like just such a three as well, too. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I disagree. I don't think he's an eight at all. Okay. I didn't even see that message. I answered it. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's go go from your least favorite to your most favorite for the week. So that would be Kardashians first. It's... So I wanted you to watch this because <laughs> this is this is like typical Kardashian. Like for a long time, for a, a lot of the most recent stuff, they've been very raw and very candid. And like a lot of times they've been breaking the fourth wall and dealing with some like real stuff. But this episode to me was going back to like the, the traditional Kardashian um, arc story arc which is overproduced in my opinion like so fake they set it up and then they've completed the task so how could you tell from the wig or from the fact that chris jenner kept talking about sex the entire time okay i could not even handle how over the top she was about that and i was like why is she like continually doing this? And like the whole episode is just about how like women her age have had a resurgence in. <laughs> right. Which is great. That's great. I don't need to know that you and Corey are boning all the time. Like I, but also I don't think that that's the fake part. Like the fact that she like kicked those, the producers and like the camera people out that, at that one point, And they were like, is she doing what we think she's doing? I feel like that was like, spur the moment which is gross but it's actually making me nauseous but like when malika got like the phone call like oh Corey's with a redhead like that was a producer calling saying okay where did they get those detective hats on the drive over right talk about that yeah stupid if you're gonna overproduce something like make it more entertaining that's not even entertaining no not at all I can't even believe that Chris was wearing a red a red wig. I can't even talk about it. It was 
one of those things that you don't want to look, but you couldn't look away. I was like, they want us to believe that he's cheating with someone right now. Like, this is the dumbest thing. Yeah. And also, like, Chloe's reaction, like, she would have been way more pissed, too. So, like, yeah. It just was so set up. What? I guess we should go over there. It just, yeah, it's so annoying. Yeah, Derek said I was rolling my eyes as I was watching it. Yeah. I'm not surprised because I can't stand them. Um, and it was just an entire episode talking about if Chloe's going to freeze her eggs. So thought I wasted an hour of my life on that. Well, also, I thought like MVP of that episode was Kendall. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. Because her reactions <laughs> and her faces to like everything are just so funny to I feel me. like she's always MVP, to be honest. I guess. When they were sitting at that lunch table, it was, like, Chloe and Chris and and, like, she's going on about, Chris is going on about, like, her sex life. Kendall's faces at the lunch were so funny. So, we think Kendall is, like, a five, maybe? Um, or a four? Gosh, I wish I, I feel like we've already discussed this. Did we discuss this already? Maybe, like, briefly. Mm. She definitely, um, she, it's hard because I have to think between, like, the five and the nine ideas. Mm. Because, like, she, she can also, like, do that thing where she sees both sides. Mm. There's definitely more of a nine. I know, but... Fives are typically more, like, one-sided. So, like, when we posted on our Instagram, we labeled her as a five. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know, because I don't know her, like, intentions behind right. her behavior. But, like, if she is a five, she probably has a six wing. Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah. So. And then what do we think Chloe is? A nine? No, 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 no. Okay, so like now this post that we did on our Instagram was a collab with Ashton Creates. So like I don't completely agree with this. She labeled her as a six and I think she's an eight. Oh, yeah. And we talked about how um, counterphobic sixes look like eights. Mm-hmm. So we just need to get, we just need to see more of like her motivations. Like, does she do things to feel safe and secure or does she do things to be in control? Yeah. And it's, it's tricky because sometimes those can look the same. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we'll keep watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unfortunately to, <laughs> I should like I love the drama. I do love the drama. Like who doesn't? But um it's definitely not my favorite show because it does feel so staged. It like it hasn't been like that in a while though. And then like to when they got back to it, because I used to watch like old episodes of Kardashians and like when they got into that like storyline, I was like, wait, this is like old school tropes and like I know exactly what's gonna happen because it's so predictable. Yeah. Um, okay. 
Okay, so I guess we can go to to Roni, which is like my top for the for the week because they are so freaking funny. They are just crazy. Yeah, I know. They are so funny. Okay, I actually watched it twice. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I watched it again today. Um, how about my? I like love Leah so much. I know. I like her too. I can't. I'm excited I, that she's um here this season i was trying to discern like what i think she is but i can't like place her yet i was trying to like be, you know because dorinda came at her for like a second in this episode and i was trying to see like what her reactionary you know methods were and like that's typically like, a gateway into yeah <laughs> us seeing a number but um it was weird because like she was defensive but then she was also like i don't really care you know, it's not that big of a deal if they don't like my tattoo or if they're going to talk shit on my tattoo. I don't really care. I know. I got, like, some seven vibes from her. Um, but again, it's like we just have met her, so it's very yeah. new. I was actually getting some eight vibes. Like, the I don't really give a F, you know, you know, like. Right. Well, they are next to each other, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, what do you think about a tramp stamp? <laughs> I think that even just calling it that is, like, so derogatory and mean. She called it that. I know, but they, like, wouldn't let it go. And, like, the whole comment of, oh, if someone doesn't know your name, you can just bend over and show them. That was hilarious. Me and Sonia saying that, that was so funny. Come on. Sonia is stirring the pot, though. For sure. Actually, so, like, I automatically always used to think that she was a seven, but, like, that part of that, is that, does that happen? I mean, it could. I mean, to me, it's, like, she's, the biggest thing about Sonia is that she's scattered. Yeah, and that's a seven, for sure. And she wants to be, like, life of the party, and she's, like, everywhere. Mm-hmm. So that, to me, is, like, such a seven. But, yeah. like, I just don't know, like, sevens to be, like 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 chit-chatting in one corner and then the other and like then stepping away and letting it happen well it depends right like on levels of health and stuff like that so not all sevens are gonna do that but not all sevens are real housewives of new york city true and live a life like that and then okay so okay wait so they go to ramona's house in Hamptons in Southampton and they give Lou the bottom level yes um which is really the basement (laughs) which is why it's cold oh my gosh yeah oh my gosh so funny um and she there's gonna be an issue next week I saw the previews for next week did you see them yeah she's gonna freak out yeah she is and to me we can talk a little bit about what we think lou is but like she's just such a diva and like it's just she's so annoying to deal with but i will say i was looking at her at that um like dinner that she had with ramona and i was like she looks great like she looks just like the not drinking the being on probation the forcing yourself to do healthy things like has done wonders for her she looks really good (laughs) 
Um, so I think it's about to go downhill quick, but you look great right now, Lou. Ramona coming into that dinner where she picked up a guy like the second she walked in. Yeah. And then really just Ramona this entire episode where she just like has to show everyone that she's like knows everyone and like yeah. saying hi to everyone and like look at me center of attention. That to me looked like a three. It's a hundred percent a three. She, Ramona's definitely a three. She's a hundred percent a three. He thinks she's the center. For sure. I can also see a one a little bit, though, too, just because, um, I don't know, she seems to have, like, this need to be right. Um, but I don't know her that well yet. I haven't, I don't know her. I know, she definitely has her opinion, but then she kind of, like, says it. It's like, she needs to be right in her own mind. But she just doesn't, if people don't agree with her, she's, like, doesn't care because it's her own mind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and then the other argument, I guess, was Dorinda. So, you know, Dorinda's coming and she still has a problem with Tinsley for whatever reason. I still cannot figure this out. Yeah. And then she gets into it with Leah about this the the tattoos. Which, how? old are these women they're like we don't know anyone with tattoos and we don't even we don't have any tattoos and like and people with tattoos are the ones who steal you or whatever or kidnap you like what (laughs) okay well i have multiple (laughs) i have one and i have a nose pierced so (laughs) i'm i'm stealing things i guess i don't know you're a horrible human yeah, I'm, I'm a criminal <laughs> for my multiple tattoos. Um, yeah, so, but what did you, wait, what did you think about Leah's hat? <laughs> I was very confused by it. <laughs> I was very confused. I was like, what is happening? It's like a mesh bucket hat, but I love it. It looked like she was wearing, like, a bra on her head. Like, a cup of a bra on her head. Really? Yeah. To me, it was like she just took like a doily, like a black lace doily, and like draped it over her. Like she was in mourning, going to a funeral. Yeah, 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 like a, a like a covering. <laughs> but I like that Ramona was like, "What is that? What is that on your head?" <laughs> um. Yeah. So. You know, that really, you know, going to the Hamptons was, like, the big storyline, and, like, they also, wait, oh my gosh, how about Ramona, when they all go to take their naps? Because, again, they're grandmas, and they go to take naps before they go out, and then she's sitting there, and she's like, well, my other friends and my daughter and her friends, they would clean this up, and, like, so then Leah and Tinsley were like, we'll help you clean up, I guess, and she's- They're the youngest ones that don't need naps. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit here. And so, like, they had to clear out the whole table while she just sat there. Oh, my gosh. I know. That was crazy. I was like, what a B. And then when Tinsley drops something, she goes, don't worry. You can just get that later. I know. You can just get that later. (laughs) I was like, oh, my God, Ramona. I would have just dropped it all and walked away. Yeah. (laughs) How we know. Invite to your house. What's Tinsley? Do you know what Tinsley is? I don't know yet. I think she's a six. You do? Mm -hmm. I can see that, actually. 
Yeah, she's like incredibly loyal. Um, she definitely has her guard up a lot and like wants to feel safe. And so I think that that is a big part of her. Um, so then they go <laughs> to dinner and let's just talk like, what do you think Dorinda is? I think she's an eight. I agree. I, th- I think she's an eight too. Wait, wait, no, no. I disagree. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, you definitely don't see the same. No, no, no. I think she's a two. I think she's a really unhealthy two. And I wish, now unfortunately her house, I don't even know what's going to happen if they're going to go to the Berkshires. The Berkshires. The Berkshires. Sorry, <laughs> guys. Sorry. I don't know if we're going to the Berkshires. Sorry, a little twang coming out. So like, Half of the reason why she is in an enormous amount of stress is because her house flooded. Yeah. In the Berkshires. But, like, every season, she hosts them there. So, like, them being with Ramona this year is new. Because typically she's hosting them. And it's during, like, a Halloween or Christmas. And, like, she does, like, big, big, big stuff to host them. Of course. So, I feel like you're not seeing that side of her where like she's like giving and like hosting and setting everything up for everybody and like one of her one of her biggest lines in this series is i made it nice like i made it nice (laughs) but like so to me it's like very much like a motherly wanting to take care of people generosity kind of personality that she has but i think this stress is like killing her or something i don't know she's like off the handle first off i think she's drinking way too much but then second she is definitely stressed out because of the house situation and i think that she's lashing out because of it so i think yeah and we definitely saw that in this episode of about the house and situations like that i just because i haven't seen any of those two traits like it seems obvious to me that she is an eight so i guess we'll just keep watching to see yeah, but if you're only if you're only ever seeing her stress number. Right. Oh yeah, totally. That's yeah. why remember guys, these are all just speculations because we actually have no idea. <laughs> Unless we call them up and say, "Hey, do you know about the Enneagram?" or like DM them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's a that's a pretty good rundown of, of potential numbers for them. Yeah. I mean, next week looks insane because does, yeah, Leah, who does not drink, they got her to drink. Yeah. I think is going to be so crazy. Yep. And then um, Luann is about to fly off the handle too, I guess, because they were reading that text message that Sonia was reading. Oh, yeah. Definitely from Luann. Um, so, so I know we don't know how this happens with Leah yet, but remember I said I think she's a seven? Like, if she's experiencing that FOMO, and, like, that's why she chooses to drink, then that's definitely on par for a seven. Yeah, well, we'll find out. Let's just keep that in our minds. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's go ahead and move on to, I guess, what your top was. Yeah. I guess just because I'm familiar with the characters. Okay, well, what'd you think? Um, yeah. So it was Dana's birthday party. 
and I actually really like Dana. I think like I don't. At the beginning, I was like, who is this hoe coming in here to this show? But now I really like her because I think she can stand her ground against some of the haters. What? She makes horrible choices. So she went from Max to Brett in a real quick second. Well, there's, you know, slim pickings of that, sir. It's slim pickings of who's on camera, I guess. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. But, you know, she had, like, this birthday party, and her mom has passed, and her mom shared a birthday with her, and so it was really important to her. And, like, that was nice to see so many people show up for her. I guess. Like, I – the cake in the face thing, I was (laughs) – I was Sheena Shay in that situation. I was like, do not get that on me. Get out of my face. <laughs> and um, what's her name? Charlie? Yeah, I would have been... No, I'm, I'm not like high main. It's not because I'm high maintenance like that. I'm just like... No, I didn't ask you to do that. Yeah. Get that the F away from me, you dummies. Yeah, but you know, you saw who started it. Who? Tom oh, Sandoval. Sandoval, yeah. He's always starting shit like that. Yeah, because he's a seven. He's a seven. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, the whole episode, the most painful thing for me to watch throughout the whole episode was Stassi and Bo. Yeah, and that wasn't pain. So we have very opposite views of this show. Yeah. Because I like... um. Oh, gosh, I this is the problem with these new characters that I don't even know their names. I like Fun. describe describe them. So I I think Charlie is an underrated character on this show. <laughs> she the one who has never eaten pasta. Yeah, I mean, let's make sure she gets like. What else did she say? Like an avocado? Like she's had an yeah. avocado for the first time or something? Yeah, we need to get her. We need to get her some <laughs> some food, but. <laughs> Um. Yeah, no, I think she is. She's like the inner, the inner monologue that we're all thinking in our heads. I mean, that's true. And and then also the other girl who's the manager, the one that looks like Dana but is not Dana. Um, Danica. Yeah. Also oh, start with the D. Yeah. Danica. Those are the two. Charlie and Danica, for me, are the ones. Because Danica keeps going to Dana to say, this is a mistake. You are making a mistake, and these are your issues. And she just keeps ignoring her. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So anyway, I am team Danica and Charlie. But for some reason, these old hat Vanderpump people, they like Dana. So they're like taking, they're like, oh, you're the one we're choosing. And they're taking her under their wing. Yeah, it's a really good point. Annoying. No, but what's killing me about the Stassi and Bo thing is that like Stassi is continuing to like pressure Bo into getting married. And and Bo's trying to like set up a proposal. He already has the ring. And she just like keeps pressuring him. But do you think she like secretly knows that he's setting up the ring? I don't think so. Okay, well then what are you mad about? She's not doing it on purpose. I know, but she's going to be embarrassed. 
I don't think, I mean, like, obviously we, we know in real time that she's not, but I'm trying to think, like, she's, she even purposefully said she's just going to keep waiting and being miserable because she's not willing to give him an ultimatum, which was a little ode to Katie because Katie gave Tom Schwartz an ultimatum mm-hmm. and that's how they got engaged. Jeez. So... I just feel like she's not, she's saying she's not going to give him an ultimatum, but she you, is trying to let him know in a way that is like, she's not trying to make him feel bad, but she's trying to like let him know in a way that's unfortunately not coming out right, but trying to let him know in a way that's not pushy, even though it sounds pushy, that like she's ready to get married and like she wants him to be the one and like she wants this. Mm-hmm. And he is he is receiving that in a way that's like it's feeling like he's being pressured and pushed because he is on the sidelines already doing it. Mm-hmm. So he's getting nervous and getting yeah, that makes sense. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the way he's receiving it and the way that it's coming out is he's way more stressed out about it because he is secretly doing something on the side. Mm-hmm. Do what type do you think Bo is? Oh, it's actually so hard because he um he's a little elusive to me as far as like him speaking his mind because he stays reserved but then like there are things like what happened with Schwartz the other night where he mm-hmm. was just like he stood he like spoke up and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Cause I don't normally like see that side. Yeah. So and he's super rational compared to these other people too. So it's not as like in your face what he is. I was going to say six. Because he does seem very loyal. Yeah, but I'm an eight and I'm also a loyal person. Right. You know? So I'm almost thinking I could see like a nine with a one wing. mm because he's very much like or even like a seven because he does have like here here's the thing here's like the bits and pieces here he has their biggest argument and their biggest fights were that he has FOMO he has major FOMO and so when she wants to go to bed at 1 a.m when they're out on a trip he doesn't want to miss out if the guys are still up so he doesn't go to bed with her and he stays out and so that's where these fights were happening oh yeah so like in the idea of like he always wants to be included in something like maybe that's where like the seven is yeah that's a good point but then if he is a seven then which wing like i would say six but because I don't, I don't see an eight in him. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. But if he's a seven wing six, that means he's what the exact same of what we've said Sandoval is. I see more of a seven wing eight. Oh, Sandoval. oh yeah, no, we said seven wing eight. We said six wing, wing seven for, for Sandoval for Swartz. I mean, yeah. Gosh. <laughs> Sorry. Yes, a six wing seven for Schwartz, a seven wing eight for Sandy. Mm-hmm. We just need to have a list. And then, so then we would put 
bow as a seven wing six. So it's almost like he, it's interesting because he lives in the world of Schwartz then. Mm-hmm. But he's way more responsible, it seems. Right. Yeah. I just think that for her to have those feelings, it seems like completely um, like allowed. She's allowed to have to have, feel that way. That's fair. Well, what were the previews for next week? I, I feel like I watched that so long ago. I did two this week, so I don't even remember. Yeah, we're, it's like about to happen again. So I'm like so put off as to where it is. Oh my gosh, wait. Let's just talk really quick before we go about Brett and his comments about Lisa Vanderpump. Oh my gosh. I was like, what is yeah. happening here? I, want, I wanted to see what Dana is thinking at this moment. I want to see what Ken what Ken is thinking at this moment. And Lisa. I wonder if she like no, had heard that before. She's probably so flattered. She probably is like living for that. Yeah. So gross. Yeah. He's weird. He's yeah. weird for sure. Very weird. Were there any other like weird tidbits? I feel uh, so bad. I feel bad for Shishu. Yeah. Yeah, like she's freezing her eggs and like just like no one is there for her. Um yeah, but she also loves to stir the shit. Well, yeah. But that's why we need her on the show. <laughs> Was Kristen even in this episode? Yeah, she had a conversation with Katie about not being invited to Vegas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And she cried. Who cares, Kristen? Who cares? I care because I do feel like they're being mean about it. Does she need to be invited to Vegas? Everybody else is being invited. It's the worst to not be invited somewhere when everybody else is being invited. That's just the the really big difference between you and me. Yeah, of course. Like, I have I have someone in my life who used to be my best friend who I'm not invited to anything that she's doing right now in her – she's getting married in her um, life. I'm not invited to anything in her life right now, and I don't care. So I used to have a best friend, and I stuck my foot down and, you know, stuck to a pretty – um, like strict wedding guests. And so there were people that I didn't invite and I lost friends over that. So maybe that's why I'm sensey about it. Yeah. But you stuck your, like you put your foot down and like, and I feel like by what you're saying, you would have caved and let them come. I probably would have. But? But I stuck my foot down and did it. That's what I'm saying, but you didn't. I know, but it was hard and it still affects me to this day. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well. But, I mean, I don't regret it, I guess. Yeah, like, not everyone, it's just the way the world works. And it's okay. 
Not everyone loves me and it's okay. Not everyone loves me and it's not okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not everyone. And it's definitely not okay for you. Not everyone loves me. Some people it's hard for them to swallow me and I'm never going to be dishonest with you. That's the thing. I'm always going, when you think I'm being mean, it's because I'm telling you the thing that to me feels it's super beneficial for you to hear. And it might be super tough to swallow, but you may thank me in the long run for hearing it. I know it's not what you say, but how you say it, but just take it for however I can give it to you. (laughs) And then. Okay. Well, you do need to adjust your tone every now and then though. It's not always the case. I, I'm just saying that in that particular friendship, I thought my tone was, was very thoughtful, but it was stern and I still hold true to my beliefs. And that's the other thing. I'm not going to like fray from my beliefs right. for this friendship. And so... And now that I'm disincluded and, and not included in these major life events, does it suck? Yeah, it does suck. It's a, it's a friendship of um, like 15 years at this point gone, which that sucks. But I'm, I'm not compromising my beliefs for it. And I truly believe that that person is compromising her beliefs for it. So I am not going to be a part of it. And she, so like, that's the thing. Like, would you, in that situation, would you be upset that she's not including you? Yeah. Yeah. I would. Well, yeah, that's a huge difference between like, not just eights and twos, but like the feeling triad versus the gut triad where like twos, threes, and fours are going to align more with like my thoughts about that. And, um, sevens, eights, and nines are going to align more with your thoughts about that. Mm. Yep. So, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, like, it's just, it's one of those things where, like, that will move on. Like, that event will happen, and, like, life will still move on. And then if anything happens later where, like, we potentially repair the friendship or, you know, we come back to speaking together, I it's not like the end of the world that I didn't miss this life event because life it's not like that life event happens and then everything ends. You know, I wish that people recognized that about my situation. About your wedding? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, anyway, should we do the good thing that happened or should, are we not feeling very like <laughs> great about quarantining? Um, you know, I, my good thing was, like, I liked seeing Harrison's reaction today with the Easter bunny and, like, yeah, that was so sweet things and, like, just him being so, like, appreciative and grateful for, like, every single thing that was in that Easter basket. It was so, he, he was just so, um, like, wow, wow, this is amazing. And, like, he didn't even do that for me at Christmas. Yeah, can you imagine what Christmas is going to be like? But, like, Christmas was just a couple months ago. I was like, why – how did I not get that at Christmas? I mean, like, he definitely was excited at Christmas, but not as, like, wondrously looking as, yeah. like, he was at the silly putty, <laughs> the chalk, you know, these little things, you know? So, yeah. it's, like, it was just, like, cute to see his, like, 
super happy, appreciative smile this morning. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Do you have one? <laughs> it's okay. You know. I mean, last week I definitely did not. And like I went into the week not having one and it, I had a, an incredibly difficult week. And about, I guess it would have been like, I guess it was, was it Friday when I called you at like 8 a.m. and was like, I think I wanted to take CBD at 8 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, done zo. I like was on the verge of tears. I was like, just get me through, like, get me through this day. Like, can I just go back to sleep? Like my kid, it was bad weather. So we couldn't be outside. So like my kid's just like crazy. And you know, it was, it was completing week four of quarantine and you know, they officially announced that schools are not going back now. So he's out. And so um, that, you know, he was supposed to be in school till June, like, what, like, 17th, and, like, yeah. now, which we knew that was coming, but, like, the fact that it's sealed and done now, it's just, like, wow, I have to do two more months of this? Okay. And so, like, I was beside myself, and, you know, I was about to kill someone. <laughs> little, but not really. Run. Nobody be worried, but not a really. Little, yeah, I was about to run away from, from home. <laughs> Just sit in my car. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess, what I'm saying here is that, like, I, I get it. If you're not in the mood right now, I get it. Been a hard week. Been a hard week. Um, hopefully this week will be better. I will say my students were on, like, a spring break from Easter, so I didn't have to teach a couple days, so that was nice. Um, but, yeah. We're just trucking along getting through quarantine together mm-hmm. yeah i also lost power two days of last week so that added if you think quarantine is bad quarantine with no power is also <laughs> just terrible it's worse yeah that's funny so, all right so no nothing to say today then well, we'll try again next week Okay. All right. Well, it's as a, as always, it's been a pleasure. Yes. Thank you so much. We love you. Go ahead and subscribe. Yeah. Give us those five stars, those reviews, those ratings. We really appreciate it. We, we're staying up late for you on Sunday nights to give you, give you the goods here. And, uh, you know, Ash is not taking a shower (laughs) to give you the to give you the goods so i'm talking about it yeah so give us all the love you can and um sh- you know share on social media that's also like a really great way to support us and we love you for it yeah all right so we will meet you back here same time next week and we will be saying anything all right mm-hmm. bye, bye. bye.